You're listening to Radio Influence. Initiate procedure. Okay, the MJ Radio Network. We are go. Stand by for the MJ Morning Show. Well, the weird times continue here. It's MJ Morning Show podcast episode number 16. As we record this on Monday, March 23rd, 2020. Do you think this is going to go down in the annals? Is this going to be podcast history? Or when this passes, or folks just go on to forget about this crap fester? What do you think? The funny thing about podcasts, people will discover this podcast at all times. Like, you know, in a year from now, somebody will discover the MJ Morning Show podcast who has no idea who we are now. And they'll listen to episode 16 and they'll be like, what? Cor- oh, I remember coronavirus. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a a historical marker in time. We're practicing social distancing. I'm here in the New York master bedroom makeshift studio. I think I told the story last weekend that I had to build this emergency makeshift studio because I was booted out of the CBS broadcast center where I typically do the schnitt show and I record the podcast. So I had to cobble together this broadcast equipment. Uh, Michelle is here in the master bedroom with me. Say hi, Michelle. Hello. And we're going to talk about the family. And, man, this is tough on the kids. And, you know, my kids are just a a grain of sand in the giant collection of all the grains of sand in this country with all the tens of millions of kids that are like topsy-turvy upside down right now. So we'll get into all those details in a bit. So Fester is in the St. Petersburg studio. I'm here in New York. Froggy is on a cell phone at home. Hey, Froggy. Hey, guys, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. Uh, Froggy's got some stories to tell. I mean, this is just a bizarre time in our lives. Uh, Thanks for all the folks that have reached out. A lot of contact from folks. Of course, you can email me here at the MJ Morning Show podcast, MJ at MJMorningShow.com. That's MJ at MJMorningShow.com. And of course, you can call and leave a voicemail for us, might use it on the show, or send us a text message at 813 813-467-6290. 813-467-6290. Sixty-two ninety. I got so much stuff today, folks. We all have stories. We're just going to kind of round robin, go uh, fester, me, Froggy, Michelle. I mean, my kids are kind of freaking out. I mean, they want to know when, when normal's coming back. And listen, it, it's coming back. I know this is tough. I mean, this wasn't gradual. I mean, this hit us really like a ton of bricks. I mean, this, this is like... You know, your uncle's crossing the street and gets run over by a bus. It's not like he had a prolonged illness. I mean, this just whacked us out of freaking nowhere. So uh, I'm just going to throw stuff on the wall here, and everyone's got stories to tell. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, just uh, kick back and enjoy the MJ Morning Show podcast. Hey, on a positive note, did you guys hear... The story about Amazon Prime, that if you order many things on Amazon Prime, the shipping date's like a month away now? Yeah, we figured that out when we tried to order a bread maker that would be here in eight weeks. Say that again? We we ordered... we. This morning, before the I came here to the studio, my wife and I were talking about how there's a shortage of bread everywhere, and I was like, hey, we should buy a bread maker. <laughs> and she looked on Amazon, and it's like... 
the, the eight weeks out. So I needed a cable. I wanted it. I needed a new cable just as a backup for my home broadcast setup. And this is where the good news comes in. So I go on to Amazon and this was uh, Michelle. When did I order the cables? When was that? Last night. Was it was it last night? Yeah, it was last night. But right. it was, might have been after midnight because I think that deadline was midnight last night. Yeah. All right. So I go on Amazon to order a couple of connection cables for the broadcast setup here. And it comes back expected delivery April 21st. I'm like, well, the, the stories I've been reading about a month out for Amazon Prime deliveries, I guess that's. That's uh, accurate. Guess what? Uh, just a little while ago, I got an email that my item is shipped and it'll be here Wednesday. So I, I don't know. Is Are they just building in a buffer? Yes, that's exactly what they're doing. They're building in a buffer with the expected um, ability to have like a turnaround time because they're hoping to be able to stock the warehouses with more essential items like food and toilet paper. But if you search for toilet paper, um, they will have some in stock at a date in the future, like May 1st. Gotcha. Uh, folks, my lovely wife, Michelle, joining us. Hey, before we move on, and uh, Froggy, feel free to jump. Oh, Froggy, say hi. Froggy's on a cell phone. Froggy, say hello. Hey, what's up, everybody? Stay safe. Don't get corona. Froggy's got, and that means wash your hands. Oh, did you hear the Neil Diamond song? Did you hear he rejiggered the uh, lyrics for Sweet Caroline? Sweet coronavirus? No, no. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I, haven't, I haven't heard this. What is he no. doing? Hold, I'll get sweet COVID nineteen. Uh, yeah, I'll get. Uh, bah, actually, bah, kind of, bah. Bah, it's so good, so good. Uh, we'll we'll get to uh, Neil Diamond in just a bit. Froggy's got a funeral story to tell with this whole Corona virus COVID nineteen thing going on. Uh, Froggy's got a crazy story. Oh, oh, Fester, remind me, the minute I I throw it back to you, you got to tell me the COVID-19 definition that you thought was actually true. Hold on to that thought. Michelle, back to Amazon for a second here. And I I think that we ought to talk about our uh, package deliveries and the things that we're getting from Amazon or, or UPS. You know, I ordered expensive broadcast gear that has gotten here over the last uh, week to the house. We're doing some precautions here because one of the things that I immediately thought of are all of these boxes coming off of these trucks and how many people have touched it. Did a guy with Corona that was sorting the UPS or FedEx or whatever, did this guy cough and sneeze in his hand and then touch my box? And they say that the Corona COVID-19 can live, uh, what, up to what 24 hours on cardboard and three to four days on some surfaces. So, Michelle, we instituted this little system to obviously minimize the chances of inviting this virus into our house well we we unpackage the items outside with gloves and and mask masks and everything and then you remove the inner packaging and you put that inside of like another box or a bag and seal that up and then you can bring that inside and then we don't we just leave that set for like 24 to 48 hours depending on the situation and that hopefully is long enough for the inside items which have been packaged probably 4 days now right before uh, we actually use it or take it out so we don't bring the outer package in the house at all and we don't touch the inner package for at least another 24 to 48 hours once we receive it so we look like the beverly hillbillies (laughs) with boxes all on our front porch out there all i need is like a car up on cinder blocks and some rusted old whirlpool washing machines out in front and i've got the whole thing covered but we're doing like package yeah yeah i got a question yeah. Am I the only one that, am I the only guy that is getting naked in my driveway? 
before I come into the house and then coming into the house because I did that. Every time I leave the house, I take off my clothes before I walk in the house. Yeah, that's another thing. You know, Michelle and I have talked about this, about coming from outside. You've got to do that. Should we Can you film that, Froggy? (laughs) I'd like to see that. (laughs) Really? I mean, should we be doing this? I I think it's a... uh, You know what, Froggy? If I had a garage, absolutely. I'd be rolling into the garage, taking my clothes off, and then coming in the house. I just don't have that right now. No, no. No, you don't do it in the garage. I do it in the driveway. You don't, you don't, you don't uh-huh. contaminate the garage. What are you insane? Uh-huh. Well, it shouldn't so, be living uh, on your clothes around, for long enough. My wiener is flowing. I don't care. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not getting, I'm not leaving the house. Well, MJ, MJ calls me this morning. He's like, did you, where have you been today? I was like, well, I went here and here. He goes, what did you do as soon as you got home? I was like, oh, we t- I took a shower. You have to wash your hands as soon as you get home. Then you but think- I told you, make sure you don't even touch your doorknob in your house. You, know, you want to just roll right in, wash your hands. Look, Fro- look. Froggy stripping naked. Fester's thinking over there. As you yeah. said, don't even touch your doorknob. I saw his eyes. He was thinking to himself like, oh, crap. I think I touched the doorknob. I called. Uh, I saw him. I call other things doorknobs, and <laughs> I touch them all the time. I don't know about you guys. All right, so Fester, what what do you think COVID nineteen stands for? Where on the hell did Thursday, you on where Thursday on Thursday? Where do you where do you get this? I saw it on Facebook and it was believable enough to hook me in right away <laughs> on Thursday. I believed this with all of my soul for like four hours that COVID nineteen stood for Chinese originated viral infectious disease, and then nineteen was like the nineteenth one that came from China. And I was like, <gasps> it doesn't. Stand, that's what it stands for. That's what it's th- <laughs> Chinese originated viral infectious disease. And I'm number like, nineteen. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, son of a bitch. That man. No wonder President Trump's calling it the Chinese disease. He's right. <laughs> ah. And I believe it. And then my wife looks at me. I tell her to her yeah, around dinner time. I was like, did you know that it stands for Chinese? She's like, no, it doesn't, jackass. It stands for. <laughs> Corona, Corona virus disease. Virus disease. Uh, and then 19 for, is the year. Is 2019 because it was first identified in December of 2019. So that's why it has a 19 fester. So I she think tells, fester's thing is plausible. She tells what, me what? that and the first words out of my mouth is, you're fake news. That's not what it means. <laughs> <laughs> and, she's, and she's like, you jackass. And we had to go to Mr. Google. And then I was like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, but listen, our aim here, folks, is to obviously entertain, make you laugh a little bit. But we're taking the whole coronavirus thing very seriously. We've got funny stuff on the show, bizarre stuff, idiotic stuff. We have, uh, I think, some important information to deal out here. Did you hear about this Yahoo County commissioner over in Okeechobee County? Did you hear what he said at the county commissioner meeting? No, I, Okeechobee County, I assume that's near the lake, right? Yeah, Okeechobee. Okay. It's, uh, over to, yeah. I don't know that I, no. I've lived in Florida for 30 years. I don't know that I've ever been to Okeechobee County. Oh, yeah, I've been to Okeechobee County. Come on. This is an Okeechobee County commissioner by the name of Brian Culpepper. And on the video, this is actual video. I'm looking at the video queued up here. It's inside the county commissioner chambers. They have that kind of curved dais where the commissioners all sit. Listen, like you'd see in Hillsborough County or Pinellas County or or Polk or Manatee or where, where I mean. Every it's, stereotypical it's a, city yeah, commissioner yeah, desk. Exactly. City council, county commission. Michelle, you haven't heard this yet, have you? 
I don't believe so. All right, this is nuts. So this guy, Brian Culpepper, is an elected county commissioner, and he claims that he knows the cure for coronavirus, for COVID-19. I want you to listen to this this imbitard's explanation of how you get rid of coronavirus. Check this out. This might sound kind of silly, but being in the medical field that I was as a paramedic, it started to make a lot of sense. One of the things that was pointed out in this interview with one of the doctors, foremost doctors that has studied the coronavirus, says that the nasal passages, passages and the nasal membranes are the coolest part of the body. That's why the virus tends to go there until it then becomes healthy enough to go into the lungs. This sounds really goofy, and it did to me too, but it works. Once the temperature reaches 136 degrees Fahrenheit, the virus falls apart and just it disintegrates, okay? And I said, well, how would you get the temperature up to 132 degrees? The answer was you use a blow dryer because it's capable of doing that. So you hold a blow dryer in front of your face and you inhale. What? I'm sorry. I do it every day. What? <laughs> what is this effing idiot talking about? He, wa- he wants- Hello? Where's Dr. Fauci? <laughs> I fall asleep with a hairdryer every night, and last night I was testing the theory. <laughs> yeah, remember Froggy uh, a couple of podcasts ago. Froggy, what, what is what is your deal with hair dryers again? Well, I, that's how I get rid of my headaches, and I have chronic migraines, and I've gotten to the point where I rely on the hairdryer to fall asleep every night. And last night I saw this, and I, I was like, I'm just going to blow it up my nose a little bit, and, you know, hopefully it did its job. It kind of burnt my nostrils because I have a big nose. <laughs> oh, so, but, but I tested it for sure. I'm going to do whatever it takes not to get this crap. For real. You, I'm not there. I can't believe Fester. I can't believe you left your house. You're stupid. I leave my house every day. I, 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 I'm yeah, great. Cautious. You're the problem. You're the problem. Yeah. You're like all those guys. You're like the kid who was licking the at the at the shopping center. He's licking like uh, the stuff on the shelf. You're that kid. You know, it's it's amazing. For you, just brought up licking. My wife brought up to me as we're talking about sanitary, and we saw a picture of the airport, and the airport looks like a ghost town. And the camera panned mm-hmm. the baggage yeah. claim area, and my wife says, "Do you remember when?" MJ sent that one guy from your show to lick the entire escalator handle of the uh, elevator of the escalator uh, at the airport. God. Yeah, I remember. Who was it? Who did we send to do that? Is that Flunky? Oh, it was Flunky. flunky. It was Flunky. We sent, for whatever the reason was, we sent him to the airport, and he stood at the base at at Tampa International on one of those long super escalators, and he sat right at the bottom, and he stuck his tongue out and let the whole rubber rail just run over his tongue. I can't remember what precipitated that. And then I think we sent him to like Publix to lick the shopping cart handles. I think what happened was, I think he bitched and complained that he never got to leave the studio or do any of the crazy stunts. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. And he goes, I will do anything you guys come up with. And you, that's right. You just look at him and it's like, go to the airport yeah. this morning and lick the entire handrail of the <laughs> that's right. Okay, I'll go. Oh my <laughs> God. Is he alive? He, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, but hold on. Let me finish up with this blow dryer moron. Can you believe a county commissioner is talking about taking a blow dryer and shooting it up your nostrils to 135 degrees? First of all, you burn your damn face off. You'll burn your nostrils. This guy's an absolute imbecile. Yeah, it's dumb enough to kind of make sense. I'm not that, no, it's not. I'm not no. that mad at him. I got to say. <laughs> 
It's like, okay. I mean, how hot's 135 degrees? How hot's a cup of coffee? I don't, I don't know. know. That sounds pretty hot, Fester. I don't know if I could stand that up my nose like that. Dude, you can't have a, you can't take a blow dryer and shoot it up your nostrils. I mean, he might as well have said, take a blowtorch and blow it up your nostrils. It's completely different. You can't take a blow dryer and shoot it up your nostrils. I mean, this, I, mean, I don't know what the hell this guy was thinking and then he apologized this guy he got first of all he got trashed by some of his fellow commissioner members on uh, facebook uh, he was just unrelentlessly just killed he was called dangerously ignorant a special kind of stupid dumb as a effing rock and this was on his own facebook page that people were were <laughs> rolling here's another one misinformation is deadlier than the actual virus and then this this culpepper guy on sunday offered a quote heartfelt apology he said that he apologizes for any embarrassment that he caused his fellow county commissioners in Okeechobee County and the staff. He said, I will not offer any more suggestions unless they're tried and proven. <laughs> and then he asked for forgiveness for any offenses that he's uttered. So he's like begging for forgiveness here. You know, the hairdryer industry was just thrilled. They're like, oh, good. Finally, we could use some good press. Fester, you uh, saw what? Someone get arrested at Dollar Tree? What happened? He was detained by the authorities. I don't know if he was arrested, but I go to my favorite store, the Dollar Tree, because they always <laughs> seem to have stuff. And it was a mistake because it was just packed with people. And as soon as I walked in, I regretted it. But I get my couple of items, my little uh, bags of atomic uh, fireball suckers, and I'm waiting in line. There's like 40 people in line. And the whole time I'm like, just put this crap down and get the hell out of here. But I don't. And then I could see the, 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 the clerk on the other lane. And she's like, sir, please step forward. And the guy has a mask on. He's like, no, I'm not going to step forward. She says, sir, you have to step forward. Don't you know we're in the middle of a pandemic and I can't be any closer than six feet? She's like, well, sir, how am I going to ring up your stuff? How are you going to pay? And he's and he's like, we're in a pandemic. Does that mean nothing to you? Please step back from the register. And this lady went all kinds of mad at him. She goes, get out of my store. And he's like, <laughs> no, I need these supplies to survive. And she says, get out. And, and, and she was being nice about it, but assertive. And he gave it to her back like three times. And she put her, her 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 little scanner down, and she pointed to him and said, "Get the f out of my store." <laughs> so he walks out, right? And I kind of, I everybody's awkward, so I kind of start like a, a clap, like you know, like like she's like like she's like the hero we deserve. And three minutes later, the guy comes back and he starts, "Are you going to sell me my stuff?" And she looks, she goes, no, get the F out of my store. Get out of the Dollar Tree. And he starts yelling back at her. Two uniformed county sheriff officers come walking in. Is this uh, Pinellas or Hillsborough? It was Hillsborough County. Okay, gotcha. And they go, is there a problem here? And the guy's like, yeah, she won't sell me my stuff. She starts yelling. And the cops say, let's talk about this outside. And they take him under like the the little uh, shopping plaza sidewalk area. And they start talking to him. And the cop. As I'm at the register, the cop comes back in and he says to the clerk, what do you want to do? And the clerk's like, look, I'm not trying to get this guy in any trouble. Just get him out of my store. She, the cop says, we're going to tell him not to come back for 30 days. And he, she goes, that's fine. But this guy was nuts yelling at this poor clerk who's working in the middle of right. all of this, trying to help everybody. 
25 people in the line. He's not moving forward. Don't you know we're in the middle of a pandemic? Did Ugh. our buddy Deputy Matt show up or no? No, no. It was uh, a couple a couple of other. It's, it's in his territory, am though. The, am I the only one that sees a problem with Fester choosing this time to go to the dollar store to buy <laughs> fireball suckers? <laughs> What, Fester? What are you doing? I have you a whole list of things. I have things. Stay home. I have things that I need to survive. All right, what did you call the item that Fester bought? A fireball sucker. Sounded like something else. <laughs> I, I be, it sounded like so. Hey guys, uh, am I the only one obsessed with taking temperature? Michelle, am I taking my te- oh. am I taking my temperature too much? Way too much. Way too much. How I are mean, you like taking hourly. It? Hold on, I'm going to do it right Rectally. now. No, no. Rectally. Hang on. So I've got the Exergen. I've got the expensive Exergen, and I also have a digital under the tongue. Hold on. Let me let me fire this thing up here. i got to take my temperature. All right, just, just, just turned it on if you heard the beep. All right, let's let it boot up. Okay, it says L for low. Let me stick it in my mouth. Did you oh. sterilize that thing oh, before oh, you put it in your mouth? Oh, I didn't, I didn't oh, see him oh. sterilize it. Oh. How long does it take? Oh. oh, that was quick. All right, hang on a minute. 98.4. All right. So that's a that's a decent temp. All right. So I'm I'm 98.4. I usually run low. I usually roll, you know, run like 97.7 or 97.9, like uh, like a radio station or something. <laughs> I took but, my kid to the uh, doctor's appointment this week. He had a doctor's appointment on Wednesday. We take him there and they, they're scanned. They scanned right. everybody. They scanned everybody before they really? allowed him to walk into yeah, the medical yeah. center. Yep. Mm. That's what they're doing these days. But I got kicked out of the CBS Broadcast Center because two people tested positive. Then it was four people tested positive. Then it was six people tested positive. I still have no indication on when I'm able to go back. There's no I'm out of my normal studio indefinitely. That's why I set up this this home broadcast operation. And, you know, being uh, in New York right now, you know, I got to go to the store to get food and I got to go to the pharmacy to get a prescription. And, oh, speaking yeah, and of that's that. Another thing. What's up? What's up with you going to the store all the time? What are you doing with the Twitter pictures? Dude, if I'm in the store for a necessity, I'm going to take a picture of what's going on. Like, listen, I had to go pick up uh, a maintenance medication uh, for my cholesterol at CVS, so I went to pick that up. I did take a, a picture. So, folks, if you want to go to my Twitter feed, go to at Todd Schnitt, at T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N is in November, I-T-T, at Todd Schnitt on Twitter and scroll down and uh, I took a picture of the CVS when I was picking up my drugs you know those big gray bins uh, froggy you're in the you're in the shelving and uh, the fixture and pallet rack business these yes, days sir. making eight times the money you were doing in radio but what what is uh, like CVS and Walgreens when they get those big gray containers with the folding flaps on top I know you're talking about and they were stacked up in front of the counter yeah 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 so I, I tweeted this out I took a picture so for social distance Distancing at the CVS pharmacy where I was going to get my uh, prescription, they took, you know, the plastic bins, right? Yeah. They took, they had two rows of them, like maybe (laughs) three or so high and then two deep. And they put them right in front of the counter, you know, the drop off and the pickup for your prescriptions. And they 
put those there to push people away from the counter to socially <laughs> distance yourself from the pharmacy employee. Luckily, there was enough slack, like on the credit card checkout terminal, which I'm not touching that shit. I'm, I'm telling, I'm not touching those terminals at all. That could be all coroned up good. I'm not touching those things. I got my face mask on. I've got shop goggles on. I could grind freaking metal. <laughs> yeah. There was an old man that refi- that. Oh, oh yeah. he was standing too close to you. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah. And you asked him to move, and he said, why don't yeah. you move? That's another picture that's on my Twitter feed. Folks, yeah. I'm telling you, go to my Twitter feed, at Todd Schnitt, and give me a follow. Uh, also, you can follow me on Instagram, at Certified Todd Schnitt on Instagram. So two stories. I took a picture of the, the bins at CVS, <laughs> and then the other one that Froggy's talking about also, and I was going to bring this up, was I, I went to the supermarket to get food, just some, some necessities that we needed, some eggs, stopped at the deli. Michelle wanted how many pounds of boar's head American cheese did you want? Two pounds. And not the yellow stuff, but the white stuff she likes the white boar's head american good cheese so i'm Mm, I'm at the mm. i'm at i'm I'm at the mm, boar's head cheese i'm Mm. at the counter and people were socially distancing i was over here there was another guy over there Uh, he was getting his order to walk away so i'm standing there i'm six feet seven feet away from everybody and as i'm standing there getting ready to order this old cranky looking dude like Mr. Bookman from the Seinfeld episode. He stands right next to me. This guy could not have been like any closer to me. He was like like six inches, a foot away from and the guy was like right in my face. And I say to the guy, hey, sir, I mean, politely, I said, sir, if you don't mind, you know, we're in this little coronavirus thing. Can we practice some social distancing? And the guy literally turns to me and says, why don't you move? You should have coughed on him. You should have coughed on him. <coughs> Sir. The, 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 the guy says, why don't you move? You know, I called the guy a dick. I said, and this guy's like 65, 68 years old. I'm like, you're a deli What'd dick. You say? You're a deli dick. <laughs> so, so I I actually, I walked to the side of the counter, and that's where I took the selfie. If you look at my Twitter feed, at Todd Schnitt, I took a selfie, and then you can see this jackass over my shoulder, and I actually I circled him. You know, I used the little uh, doodle feature on the <laughs> So I, I circled him, and I told the story about this jackass that, that told me to move if I didn't like him being close to me during the corona outbreak. So now, Froggy, yeah, you're, that's on my Twitter feed as well. That story was highly entertaining when I saw that. It was good. And you got to see the guy's face. He's just old and disgruntled and mad. Froggy. You know what he looks like? He looks like who was uh, out of Beavis and Butthead? Which was the one with the with the uh, blonde hair? That's Beavis. That was that's Beavis. That was Butthead. What? Is, Butthead okay. had the no. Beavis had the bl- Beavis had the dark hair with the with the. Uh, uh, no. No, Beavis had blonde hair. Jeez, Michelle, can, <laughs> I don't can, even know. can you help? Do I have to? Who have was Cornholio? I am Cornholio. I'm Cornholio. I, I might be wrong. I don't know. Well, anyway. Who, which, I think it's now Corona Holio. Yeah. I saw a meme or something. Are you serious? Yes. Corona Holio? Yes. Oh, my God. Hold on. Do I have to do a Google search on this no, to find it, out? It was one of them. All right. All right. So it was either Beavis or Butthead. It's the one with the blonde hair. This guy, this jackass at the deli counter, the deli dick, this guy looked like 
whatever the blonde Beavison buddy, whichever, at like 75 years old. That's what this guy reminded me God. of. And look at the guy's nose. It's weird because a man of his age, if he catches it, you he's going to drop. So you would think he would be like really cautious about it. No, you're right. I mean, 100% right. Hey, Froggy, uh, hopefully uh, this is okay. Uh, you mentioned this to me, uh, and this was awkward, about the funeral. Do you have a problem talking about the family funeral on the podcast? No, um, you know, my grandmother really chose a bad time to die. I don't know that she chose this time. It was really, you know, it, it was awkward. No, seriously, my grandmother had a stroke and she passed away, unfortunately, okay. last week. Very, you know, bad timing on God's part, I guess. I don't know. But oh, yeah, funny. I'm then, so sorry so, to hear that. Yeah. Uh, it's Beavis with the blonde hair. I just looked it up. This was going to drive me nuts. That's what I said. Beavis had the yeah. blonde uh, yeah. hair. Yeah, so... What? So you said Beavis had brown hair. I don't remember. I don't remember. I'm sorry, guys. Beavis, Beavis, Beavis has the blonde hair, and the old crab at the deli counter, he looks like 75-year-old Beavis from Beavis and Butter. All right, listen, back to Froggy. So uh, I'm sorry to yeah. hear about your grandmother. How, how old was she? 90? 93, and even my dead grandmother knows that Butthead was the one with dark hair. Yeah. I mean, come on, Fester. Great. By any chance, was she 93.3? Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's it's unfortunate, you know. She passed away. A nice, long, healthy life. Great woman, and uh, and we went in the funeral. I could not hug any of my family. I couldn't get That's near biz- yeah. any of my family. That's bizarre. Like what nobody, what? nobody could. Like, we were waving at each other. Like it was just last Friday, and we're waving at each other. Hey, what's up? Good to see you. Very emotional time. Can't hug you. You know, don't mm. come near me. And somebody came near my dad, and my dad was like, "You better, you better get away from me." My dad was like, "Listen, don't come near me, don't hug me, even though it's a funeral. Please don't touch me." And everybody, it's it's a very awkward point that we're at right now, and I I can't wait for it to be over. I'm just trying to think of the future when it's over. Was your cousin well, Francine there? Her name is Francis. Yes, she was. She just had a baby. Oh, oh. yeah, that's another thing. My my cousin had a baby a week ago, and she's there with this. the baby. No, no, she wasn't. She wasn't with the baby. The baby was home, but she was. She was about fifty yards away from me, Ugh. so I waved at her. But Michelle. a very awkward funeral. I've never been in a funeral like that. Everything was canceled. The the party, you know, we were supposed to have. You know, after a funeral, they sort of have like a get together. Very Italian. Yeah, it's not called a party was- for all you. You know, it's not a funeral party. You, you kind of get together and. <laughs> And and have some lunch and you know you continue the morning. It's not a it's not a party. Okay, it was more like a funeral shindig is what we we're looking yeah. forward to, and right. we canceled that. Everything was canceled. It, it sucks. Talk about cancellations. Uh, Michelle, my lovely wife, still here uh, in the master bedroom with my makeshift studio here, my emergency broadcast center. And uh, how about Chloe? I. It's not just Chloe. It's all of her friends. It's it's millions of Americans. Uh, all these kids, these high school seniors, that are getting ready to graduate. Uh, they're not. Many are not going back to school. Online distance learning. That's the thing. And Chloe's not going to have a graduation. Chloe is unless they do maybe figure out a, an online virtual. Maybe they'll do that. Some kind of an right. online virtual graduation is what I'm thinking. But she's not going to have a a prom. And listen, my my family, the Schnitt family with Michelle and me and Chloe and Julian, we're just 
four grains of sand on the American beach of 330 million people. So our stories are just a, a tiny little speck of, you know, what everyone's going through with, with just all these unbelievable uh, issues that have cropped up and cancellations and memories. And Michelle, I feel so bad for Chloe. Yeah, I think she's finally realizing that her senior year is not going to be what she was looking forward to in her words, you know, all her life, right? So she was always looking forward to the prom. She's been hearing about it for four years now. You're in high school. It feels like forever till you get there. She thought she was going to go to three of them. And um, she just kind of got a little upset about it that she's going to miss that opportunity. She's going to miss her graduation. And I think for them, you know, at that age, I hate to say that at at that age, sometimes you can be a little self-absorbed, but so she feels isolated like it's just her and I had to keep reminding her it's not just you and it's not just your class it's not just your school it's not just New York it's not it's you know New York it's going to be Florida it's going to be all 50 states are going this whole class of 2020 that are high schoolers they are going to miss this entire last two months of whatever celebratory uh, plans were in place are either going to be canceled or somehow modified to um you know meet this the demand of this you know social distancing or whatever and it's i think it's hard they're in a hard place and they'll they're gonna have not great memories from this experience and it's um it's just it's very sad it sucks for her absolutely and and not just her i mean it's just for everybody i mean you have to keep saying to them like it's not just you because i think that you know each one of them feels um you know, kind of isolated, like it's just happening to them, like they're missing out. She misses going for sushi. She misses having pizza. She misses, you know, whatever was her normal life. And then she finally just said she just wanted it to be normal again. And I don't even have an answer for when that's going to happen. So Michelle had a conversation with what time it was today. So we're recording this on Monday night, the 23rd of March. And earlier today, you were on the phone with Chloe. And Mm -hmm. was she crying? She was. Oh, God. You know. I think it's for the best. I think it's for the best as far as the prom goes because who knows what her date date has in mind. (laughs) Seriously, MJ, as the father, you can't be that heartbroken she's not going to prom. I mean, come on. No, sorry. No, no, guys, Froggy, shut up. Festus, shut up. I totally wanted her to go to the prom. (laughs) I'm just, I got to be honest. There's, There's a part of me, I'm. I'm ready to wake up from like a nightmare and say, mm-hmm. you know, this this wasn't real. Oh my God! You know, you wake up in the morning and, oh man, thank God that wasn't real. And unfortunately, uh, we're not gonna. Hopefully, we'll wake up here shortly and we'll have you know minimized uh, the curve. Uh, we will have not hopefully had the the ridiculously high spike like uh, Italy. But uh, I, I hope this event is is over. Uh, sooner rather than later i understand shutting things down and and trying to mitigate and stop the spread and you know natural factors of maybe uh, summertime and these viruses tend to be more of a wintertime event i'm hoping that just a, a whole uh, confluence of factors uh, help to mitigate this and and bring things back to normal as soon as we can i mean i just feel bad for all the folks that have lost their jobs restaurants and servers and you know the the, the concert industry and disney world and universal and hey listen uh, froggy's wife kim hey uh, froggy is kim nearby can you get kim by any chance yeah hang on let me see if she wants to plug my earphones in her ears she's Sells radio ads. 
listen, my my Schnitt show, for instance, uh, the revenue is going to tank because, you know, radio, typically when things get bad economically, radio and TV advertising, like the first thing to go. And it's also a lot of times one of the last things to come back. And Kim uh, sells airtime. And Kim, we're just talking about your accounts. Yeah. I mean, my whole my whole account list is mostly account based or event based. So I don't want to list, you know, any specific accounts, but you know, if it's an event or something to do here in Tampa, that's my account list. So it is what it is. Oh, just, I mean, what a mess. And it's just, it's everything. It's movie theaters. I mean, unless you're selling N95 masks, uh, your business sucks right now. You know, I would like to take this opportunity to point out what a great time it is to invest in an RV. Just to social distance yourself a little further, there's fantastic deals to be had. Just uh, message me off of the MJ Morning Show page, and uh, I'll help you out. Seriously, how's the RV business right now? It's slow. We worked this last weekend, and you know there was customers coming in. We had customers to service, but the volume I felt was overall down. But uh, the store remains open, and it actually qualifies as an essential business because so many people in Florida rely on recreational vehicles as primary residences. But also, Fester has a point about the getting in the RVs and using it for social distance, distancing because I read an article that said a lot of the national parks were having a boom time because people were able to get out and hike and, and be outside and keep their distance from other people. That's that's where they're headed. Right. Fester, with the restaurants closed, I would imagine that your free soft drink scam with your collection of various fast food cups, uh, that's not working Shut very up. well Shut right up. now. I'm so pissed. So pissed. I, I actually walked into a Popeye's and like the sweet tea what? container was on its side. And I'm like, what's all this? And he's like, and the guy's like, yeah, man, no more sweet tea. We can't do that. All, all we could do is uh, drink from behind the counter. I'm like, Ugh, curse. I just turn around and walk This is going to get it. You're going to get Corona. I hope you're dude, ready. Dude, you know, you know what's even worse? Than the, ev- you're going into everywhere. What's, what's your problem? What's even worse than the soft drinks is the hotel buffet breakfasts. Oh, that oh right. My God. Oh, God, Imagine that my surprise on Tuesday morning when I walk into the Hyatt place and oh, those. there's nothing. And I'm yeah, like, the hotels, the hotels are getting, oh, man, I feel so bad. All the hotel management and workers and the housekeepers, the hotel occupancy, they're saying that it's worse than like 9-11 and the financial crash of 2008 when all the business travel stopped. They're saying it's like worse than that combined so uh, fester unraveled uh, one of his latest scams I, I i can't believe i associate with you and fester goes to on the way to work he'll just drive into one of these hotels that has the free guest breakfast buffet and just stroll on in like he just came out of room 402 i have a little wheelie luggage bag i carry with me in there <laughs> Stop. it's a prop hi guys how was your room <laughs> room was great do you have room keys from like all of the hotels so you can pretend like you're turning something in? Or you know what, I got busted once at the uh, <laughs> at the Embassy Suites because they have a really nice breakfast, but it was like a Sunday and they had like a convention, so they asked to see the room key and I did like the quick pat down. And I was like, oh, I just checked out of my room and I had my wheelie bag. I was like, I just checked out of my room. I always leave my key in the room. And the guy's like, okay, you're good. Come on in. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, I went geez. right to the omelet station. It's a, it you're a pathological liar now as well. Michelle used to be a prosecutor. That's that, would that be petty theft? Yeah, I think so. I think, what is it? The value of that is what, like uh, 1999? I wish. Oh. <laughs> 
Makes me feel better about doing it. Hey, Froggy, how are your kids doing? Uh, your kids are what? How old? Five and eight or something? How old are they? They're five and eight. Yeah, I don't know. They're, yeah. they're some. They're out in the middle of the street running around. I don't know. Do they understand what's going on with this virus deal? Oh, right. You're talking about with the coronavirus. No, yeah, they're yeah. Uh, no, they have no idea. They just think they're on like uh, eternal summer vacation. But you know what? Virtual school starts tomorrow, so they're about to get a. Uh, a real rude awakening in the morning where they're going to have to sit in front of a computer and learn. Do you know how it's going to work yet, or are you, like, totally checked out of that crap, and that's Kim's job? How is the distance learning going to work with your kids in Hillsborough County? I, I don't know. Kim's dealing with that. Listen, she I got to work. Yeah. I got to sell stuff. I got to keep this boat afloat. I had to sign up for a website called Class Dojo, where the teacher sends us video messages about what the assignments are. Right. You got to print them out and and make sure the kid does them. And it's like three or four hours worth of work every day. It's a full day's worth of schoolwork that she has to grind out. The people who work from home, like everybody who's working, like Kim is like, "How do you work from home? This is this is torture. This is terrible." I'm like, "Listen, I mean, I don't know. This is." She thinks it's like so, so hard to work from home. I'm like, I don't like people, so it's easy for me. <laughs> yeah, you've been social distancing for like a decade. <laughs> I did read an article since I was like 15. Hey, uh, Froggy, I think Michelle would like to get a word in edgewise. What was that, Michelle? No, no, I was going to say, I did read something about that. Wait, wait, wait. She wants to talk? What? (laughs) No, not really, but um, that these grades are not going to count. What do you mean they're not going to count? Like it was, well, because they cannot guarantee, the school systems cannot guarantee that every student is receiving all of the resources and or has access to all of the resources and support necessary to complete the curriculums um, appropriately. So that in many instances, it might just be something like a pass-fail or uh, something to that effect. And so that many of these um, school systems are not going to be grading or providing a grade per se at the end of the term, whatever it is. Go back in September, go back in late August in the next grade and then clean up the damage. Then we'll try to get them. So Fester, you could just do your kids work, you know, and turn it in. I mean, really? Well, I'm doing the uh, assignment with my daughter today. I'm like, this is so easy. <laughs> what, what grade is she I mean, in, dude? She's second grade. Second grade. Easy for you. I mean, Miss, Miss I Jessica sent the paperwork to the house, homework. and I'm like, oh, it's, geez. it's like, which animal is this? I'm like, it's the bunny, honey. It's a circle bunny. And she's like, Dad. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, any thoughts on those spring breakers? Those videos all over the news last week of spring breakers: Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Jacksonville, and then St. Pete Beach, Clearwater Beach. I mean, what were they doing? And then you you'd see people, hey, you know, you only live once, and if I get Corona, I get Corona. What the hell is wrong with some of these jackasses? First of all, they're in the healthiest demographic in their mind. You know, in, in their mind. In their mind. In their mind. Mm-hmm. The, the problem is if they were to catch it and they bring it back to grandma and then yep. she catches it mm-hmm. and she's up a creek. Six University of Tampa students have tested positive after spring break. Did you see Man, this? Man, I, I did not know oh that. Oh, my God. Ugh. Yep. Hey, this is from Channel 8, from News Channel 8. Is Bob Height still there? No. <laughs> no. He's got corona. <laughs> 
<laughs> he does not. Channel 8 had a story, and I, I just saw this. Six University of Tampa students recovering after testing positive for COVID-19 after spring break, according to the school. The university said that one of the six students was tested at school after coming back from an international trip. The student is uh, reportedly self-isolating off campus, has not been hospitalized. The other five students were traveling with other UT students during spring break before testing positive four of the five students returned to campus after the break where they are self-isolating none of the students have been hospitalized listen the bottom line is most people do recover hey there are some folks running around and they've got just some sniffles and that's it and then there are others that are and i'm not i'm not talking about just like 75 and 85 year old uh, people there are some people that are in their 20s their 30s their 40s and it is killing them or it's laying them out on their asses. It's just the, the the different effect that this virus has on different people. Some folks, they say, are asymptomatic. There is nothing to really suggest they have it, but they're spreading this gook everywhere. You know, another problem that's happening with this is young kids are taking advantage of this to go viral. I just saw a video before we went on to, to record of a guy. It, it was a news story. I don't know if it was at the New York Post or something. It said, guy, test positive coronavirus, refuses to stay home, goes to Walmart. And so it's a video of him saying, hey, you know, I just tested positive. You know what? If I'm going to get corona, I'm going to give it to everybody. I'm going to go to Sam's Club next. I'm going to go to Target next. And the, the dude's viral now for this. And he's I don't know if he really has it or not, but the dude's spreading it around. I mean, that should be a crime, right? Hey, did you see the kids? They were teenagers, apparently, at a supermarket in Virginia, and they were licking uh, fruit and vegetables in the produce department while videoing themselves, probably for some, you know, tick or some other social media garbage and uh, the cops in virginia they uh, on their facebook page uh, the cops were looking for these individuals and uh you know they, they'd be arrested and, and charged with uh, i would imagine what tampering what with the food the, supply yeah what were the what, uh, yeah. what are the charges michelle uh i think tampering with food yeah the same th- and that is a felony well remember last year that lady uh, that young lady uh, licked uh, ice cream Yep. And that was well, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was a, a guy it was a guy in Texas that started and then other people were licking ice cream uh pints or half gallons, right? Yeah, which I think is ridiculous because lick the whole thing, just buy it, take it home and just eat it <laughs> out of the carton. I don't think TikTok is where you do coronavirus challenges. That's not where you post them. So where do you post yeah, that? Yeah, Instagram I, or where, where, where I think it's more on Instagram. TikTok is like dancing and singing. Okay. Yeah. No, but also no, TikTok. I think the girl who was on an airplane, the girl in the airplane who licked the toilet seat, did it on TikTok, and now she's basically famous. Well, oh, she okay, made, all right, look. and and you know what, TikTok is from China as well. Oh, great! The Chinese people are victims of their authoritarian. Chinese communist government where if you speak out they shut you down they'll make mm-hmm. you disappear uh, they restrict the uh, internet they restrict freedom of speech it, it is a communist system and I feel terrible for the Chinese people and I, I know Michelle you you think the same it's horrible this whole event should be a demonstration to uh, the, uh, the globe like every country around us how many people have disappeared or been silenced over this particular incident right let me ask a very important question. 
Yeah. How many yeah. rolls of toilet paper do you have at the house? <laughs> uh, MJ, you did the count. Yeah, I, I did count. I, we had 28 plus. Uh, how many is in the Angel Soft thing up in the top of your closet? Is, um, it, is that 28? Yeah, I think so. No. It can't be 28, right? Well, go look real quick. Remember, uh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, hold on, Michelle. It's it's only like 20 feet away in the I, closet. I don't hold need on. an exact mathematical count, but do you have enough, Froggy? Oh, I have thousands of rolls. But guys, listen, you could always put a drill in reverse and go to a public restroom, a restroom <laughs> you know, and you could steal their toilet paper by you just slightly put it around and you put your drill in reverse and you could steal a whole roll. From all the restrooms, you, you, you can leave a public restroom with like six rolls. Right, that's actually that's brilliant. That's actually brilliant. But wait, 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 but everything's closed. You, yeah, uh, you can't go inside anymore, dude. Well, that might be a small problem. I'm just saying, if yeah, you, you want to, really, so? you, you break into the place if you have to. Uh, hold on, Michelle's back with a count. How, how many are in that package? Thirty-six. All right, so thirty-six and twenty-eight. What is that? Yeah. Oh, it's a lot. Fifty. Sixty. Sixty-something. Sixty-four. Yeah. All right. So uh, that that's a lot of roll. In fact, you know that there are several toilet roll calculators. Of if how you many go you need? seriously, you know, yeah. If you go online, if you go on Google or whatever, and you type in toilet paper use calculator, there are several of them out there where it asks you how many times. <laughs> sorry. How many times it, a day? It asks you how many times a day yeah. do you go to the bathroom, and then how many rolls do you have, and it tells you how how long your supply is going to yeah. last. Here's why that doesn't work because I have a child. My daughter is eight years old, and she will either use. 50 squares or none. Right. I'm like, mm. oh, honey, please. Go, yeah, go. guys. Let's have yeah, a happy it's medium. Lie. It's all fun and games until an IBS sufferer has to go through these times. Oh, we are just okay. rolling through toilet paper, bro. Wait, so, Froggy, do you, like, go through a roll uh, an event? Oh, at least. I mean, I have some real issues right now going on. I think it's mm-hmm. nerds, and that activates my irritable bowel syndrome. And so I am just roll- on the toilet until I have two red dots on my legs from my elbows just sitting there for, <laughs> forever. So how many rolls do you have, Froggy? You, well, you know, it's like the mass. I've been stockpiling for a while. It's just not high-grade <laughs> stuff. So it takes oh. a couple more folds to do the job. You know what I'm saying? It's a little cheaper. Yeah, I'm talking well, maybe the- like single-ply, single-ply. I've been camping out at Sam's Club for the last four mornings waiting for them to get their truck of paper products. Really? I went oh, up, around more people. Well, Great. I, uh, today, today was the day that their truck came. I went on Wednesday to Sam's Club right as they opened, and the line was literally wrapped around the building, and I'm like, forget this. I'm out of here. I went the oh next morning, God. Thursday, at 7 a.m. They came out at 7.10, no paper. I leave. I went back Friday and Saturday, no paper. Went back this morning. They had paper. I waited two hours, loaded up. My whole household's fine. All right, so what's the deal? So- the Sam's Club employees, they come out and they tell the line whether they have certain products. Is that the way they operate? Yeah, one of the assistant managers came out and she went down a long list of things that they did have and then things they didn't have. They didn't have hand sanitizer today. Oh. They didn't have bleach. They didn't have uh, uh, the, the Clorox wipes, but they did have a uh, meat truck and they had. Uh, oh. uh, yeah, no, I, I chuckled too. And then, like, so all these people are shouting things like, Do you have vinegar? Do you have. Vi-? They're asking all these questions and she kind of looks at me and I'm like, Do you have Canadian maple syrup? <laughs> the whole line looks at me like, what the hell are you talking about? Do you about? have that five-gallon barrel of, of cheesy puffs? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a gallon of Hormel? 
<laughs> I bought one of those. I bought one of those. I have like 200 cans of things at my house. I went to Aldi and just got crazy. I bought everything. Let me paint the worst image I can possibly think of with this whole coronavirus thing. I put out on social media a couple of weeks ago, a couple of days ago, that I was camping out at Sam's Club. And then Dave the Dwarf calls me and he's like, hey, man, you're wasting your time with that toilet paper. And I'm like, what? He goes, hey, man, you need to do what I did. I'm like, oh, God, what? He goes, you need to go buy a bidet. Ew. He's got a little midget oh ass water squirter. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, yo, bro, it's a total game changer, man. You got to go buy a bidet. <laughs> oh, my. He probably gosh. he probably ran his garden hose into his bathroom knowing him. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Fester, you do know a plumber. You, I'm sure that's, that's a pretty easy fix. Though. Yeah, I do. I do. I can have that installed pretty quickly. All right, guys, anything else before we wrap up uh, our... Our coronavirus continuation episode here. Oh, man. Just stay safe, yeah. everybody. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. So I could just do this from my house now, from now on. We, we, we got to get a better system than you just on your cell phone walking around your backyard. Yeah, smoking a cigar. <laughs> I heard you cough a couple of times. Yeah, keep telling yourself it's a cigar there, buddy. No, hey, no, no. Did you? Oh, gee. Yeah, okay. That's not true, Froggy, because you didn't get gotcha. funnier. Yeah. So, uh, have you heard the Neil Diamond uh, relyricking of Sweet Caroline? No, but I want to. All right. So, Neil Diamond just put out a YouTube video. He's sitting in his home next to a beautiful fireplace. Listen, I love Neil Diamond. Do you know he's 79 years old? What? Neil Diamond is 79 years old, and he's he repurposed. Trade. Yeah, he is. He absolutely is. And he's so, still a stud. He repurposed uh, some lyrics in Sweet Caroline. So he's sitting in the home next to the fireplace. He's got a guitar. He's sitting down. He's got uh, one of his, I don't know if that dog's a Labrador. And then uh, he delivers a message and then changes some of the lyrics to Sweet Caroline. Hi, everybody. This is Neil Diamond. And I know we're going through a rough time right now, but I love you. And I think maybe if we sing together, well, we'll just feel a little bit better. Give it a try, okay? Where it began, I can't begin to know it. But then I know it's growing strong. Wasn't the spring. Spring became the summer Who'd have believed you'd come along Hands Washing hands <laughs> Hear that? Reaching out Don't touch me <laughs> Don't touch me I won't touch you I won't touch you Sweet Caroline ba, ba, ba. Good times never seem so good So good, so good I've been inclined Isn't that pretty cool? Then it's, it's mostly the rest of the lyrics are the same How to the does song. he miss? He, he could have done Sweet Quarantine Yeah Quarantine <laughs> Oh, Neil Michelle just pointed out that uh, we need to add something to the beginning. Here, listen, listen to this. Where it began, 
Yeah, we we know where it began. It be, it began in Wuhan, Wuhan China. Is yeah. where it began. That's where that's where it all began. Uh, good job, Neil Diamond. I I, I think he's a, a national treasure. You know, with the CDC telling everybody to shave their beards to have their mask fit properly, that's not going to be a problem for Kenny Rogers. Fester. I love Kenny Rogers. I love him. I do too, but... That's that's awful. You you guys know I don't get emotional when celebrities die, but when I heard Kenny Rogers the other day, I'm like, oh, Kenny... All right, folks, get a hold of me, MJ at MJMorningShow.com. That's MJ at MJMorningShow.com. Send email, comments, requests. Let us know how you're getting along these days. What bits would you like to talk about? What would you like to hear? So you can drop me email, MJ at MJMorningShow.com. The other great ways to communicate, you can call our hotline and leave a voicemail. 813-467-6290, 813-467-6290. Give me a follow at Todd Schnitt on Twitter at T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N as in November I-T-T. On Instagram, I'm at Certified Todd Schnitt. And I'd love to hear from everyone. And the other thing, spread the word. Tell everyone, listen, during this time of like isolation and uh, social distancing, uh, we now have, what, 16 MJ Morning Show podcast episodes to listen to and spread the word that we are back and, and go back and listen to all of our episodes. But spread the word. Tell everyone the MJ Morning Show is back mjmorningshow.com for all the ways to listen. We're on most of the major platforms. Uh, Stay safe, everybody. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Social distance, please. And we'll see you next time. The MJ Morning Show. This is a Landry Football Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Then the whole issue was two things. One, personally, you know, location, family, you can get on a flight from here to there to this family member and what that was a big, big important part. But in either case, or in maybe two or three instances, he was going to seek out and get a lot of leeway to kind of do his own thing. Ironically, and I don't think it is a coincidence that a lot of what's really sold Brady on Tampa. I mean, Tampa, the city happens to fit the locale of Brady wanting to move on to fly up to New York and a pretty, you know, easy flight to, you know, that, that of course has everything to do with locale. The, the Buccaneers appeal was the people associated in, in Tampa, Tom Moore, Clyde Christensen, Bruce Arians, those guys were all Peyton Manning guys, work with those group. This offense that Bruce Arians runs is very much, well, it is that offense in the Colts with variations over time, but everything that I think Brady likes. And so this, and it gives a lot of freedom and concepts and ideas, which again, he had a lot of freedom in New England at the line of scrimmage, but he's going to have more freedom leading into it. So that's what led to the decision to go to the Buccaneers. 
who's there, what they're going to allow him to do, and a lot of freedom. The Landry Football Podcast with veteran scout and coach Chris Landry can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.